In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, welcome back to Tam Talks. So this is a place where we have real and honest conversation. Love it. Just like real. Drew, let's, you're let's back go. in the studio with me. And Drew is on staff with us here at Influence Church. He leads our worship and formerly our young people. There's a real movement with young people today. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, yeah there you know is. what? You reproduced yourself. You did what you're supposed hey, to do. We brought in you. a new guy. But man, you just, uh, you really spearheaded here at Influence Church mm. with our youth. So hey, I just want to welcome you, Thank whether you. you're on our YouTube channel watching right now or you're listening on our podcast. Thanks for being a part of what we're doing. So I'm in a series right now called Fasting for Miracles. It's my new book I just released, and we're walking through various passages in the Bible that talk about fasting and passages that talk about miracles and how we combine our prayer and our fasting to see God do supernatural work. And you know, Drew, in the Bible, there are what we call like dispensations or periods mm-hmm. of miracles. And we know that there are, we throughout the whole Bible, we believe in miracles. We believe God wants to give us miracles. Yeah. But in the Bible, there were different times of pouring out of miracles. So first we see it with Moses at the very beginning, which was the beginning of the book, if you've read that. And today we're going to transi- transition into Elijah and Elisha and, awesome. and the miracles of these two prophets of God. And then in week three of the book, we end with the miracles of Jesus and the disciples. So there's periods or manifestations, movements of miracles, but I believe we're living in a day where I'm believing this is a new dispensation. Amen. You know, I believe Acts 2 talks about a new pouring out of God's Spirit. And I really believe, and I'm calling it forth. That's when I wrote this book. I was just like, God, we need miracles today. So our passage we're looking at today is one of Elijah, um, great prophet, man of God. And it's an interesting story. You may know about it. it. It's a story of a woman. She was a widow, and she had a son. And obviously, there wasn't a whole lot going on in her life. She was very poor. The only thing she had in her home was a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil. And they were literally dying of starvation. Now, we don't really know this. I do know during the pandemic, a lot of us were afraid. Are we on a food yeah. shortage? Yeah. We, a lot of us were stockpiling. Whoa. Shortage. <laughs> and you know, I don't know about you, like I stockpile some stuff. Like yeah. I have rice and beans and stuff. So I don't truly know what it's like to be. I'll, I'll be honest. Corn. I was stockpiling up hot Cheetos because. Of course you were. Oh, salad. I'm not worried about that. I need my hot Cheetos. But they've gotten okay. so expensive. I know. Inflation I and know. everything, it's, right? That's a luxury. It is a right? luxury. That's, but, my, that's my filet mignon. Sorry, you know, you go. I love it. I love it. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. But, but okay, put yourself in this woman's shoes. Right. And she was a woman of God. And here Elijah comes to town. He comes to her home. And he said, fix me some bread. Give me some bread. Right. Now, he was the prophet. He would be like the king, you know, the prince, whatever comes to your town. And she knew she had to take care of the prophet. Yeah. So the only thing she had in her home, she was going to give to him and then die, she thought. Yeah. But God said, you provide for my prophet, and I'm going to provide for you. Amazing. So talk to us a little bit about, I think there's a lot of ways we can go. One is just honoring those, maybe um, in leadership, honoring sure. those that are the prophets. But this was faith for her. This was a faith yeah. story. So let's talk a little bit. What do you think the story with this woman was? You know, I think when when someone, I believe, has an encounter with the Lord, and they've tasted and they've seen, I think... And, and believe me, it's still hard to do this. 
Like there's been moments where I'm like, oh Lord, I need to, tr- I need to trust you. I'm going to give this much. You're going to go do this. You're going to bring in this person. Mm. And even in my natural, there's a part of me that wants to push back or resist if I'm being honest. Yeah. But I know that I know that I know that God's faithful and that he hasn't let me down and he's not going to let me down and his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are better than my thoughts. And I find myself coming to the conclusion, sometimes I'm kicking and screaming, if I'm being honest, but I come to the conclusion of, okay, Lord, I know that you bless obedience. That's it. And I think that's where she was. The scripture says she was, she's like, well, sorry, prophet, I was going to make this loaf of bread for my son. We were going to eat it and then die, just like you said. But okay, I'll be obedient to this. And isn't it just like, you know, Pastor Phil here at our church calls him Jehovah Sneaky, right? Isn't it just like Jehovah Sneaky to say, I'm going to test you with this. Now, I know a lot of people struggle. They go, why would God test me? Why does he do that to me? He doesn't tempt us, but often he does test us so that he can show his glory in us, right? So he can prove us. So here's this woman, everything in her mind is, I'm going to give everything I have to this prophet. But the promise with that was, your oil will never and your flour run dry. I will provide for you. That's that faith element, right? That's Mm -hmm. that faith element. So let's just be honest. There are times in your life you're like, God, why do I have to give everything I have to someone else? Heck yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. Absolutely. And and then there's moments where I'm like, I want to use my justice system. Mm. I'm like, they don't deserve this. Yeah. Or like, this isn't fair. I'm like, why does it have to outwork itself this well, way? Well, he's a grown adult. He can go get food. Sure. This is my little boy. Yes, right? yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. But I, I have to go back to obedience. Mm-hmm. It has to be that. Like mm-hmm. my wife and I made a decision to be obedient to the things that God is calling us to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I might not understand it, mm-hmm. but... Okay, Lord, you're 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 the guy. You're yeah. you're our life is yours. You know. So let's talk about faith because that's what this was. Yeah. Either God's a liar, or He's God, mm-hmm. and either He will come through or I will die. Yeah. And she had to exercise faith. She's preparing that bread. Yeah. She gives it to the prophet. And then every time she goes back, there's a little more flour, there's yeah. a little more oil, there's a little more flour. Yeah. You know, there have been times in our life, Drew, my husband and I were talking about this the other day, that when we were first in ministry, and and we said we, we, we didn't have two nickels to rub together. I mean, we were poor in yeah. ministry when we first started. And God sustained, honestly, there are times where like our food, I, I mean it, there are times where I'm like, we have two pieces of toast left, and or bread left for toast, and but it was like for four days in a row or something. There's something about miracles that God wants to do. He can extend. Just like we talked about a few days ago, um, how God, you know, with the sun, and he just allowed the sun to stand still Mm. so that Joshua could win the battle. God wants to do miracles, but it is to grow our faith. Totally. So tell us a time in your life that it made no sense and you knew it was God, Mm. but he was growing your faith. Man, um... Let me think about this for a sec. It's interesting about like there's different moments that are coming to mind, but it's interesting just that he'll keep us in that. I don't want to say like a limbo, but it's like oh, there's seasons where he'll keep it with like just enough where we need to continue to rely on him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think one thing for us, like financially, there's been seasons where we will be in a place of there's an opportunity to support a ministry or give. And my wife and I are like, okay, well, we, we're going to be faithful to this. I mean, it wasn't even like cut to a year ago and there was an opportunity to do something like that. 
And then we went to bed and we woke up and just see, literally seeing a deposit in our account wow. that I thought it was an error. And I was like, honey, I, and it's funny. Don't tell the bank. I know. I, well, I literally was like, okay, we're not going to spend this yet. This this has to be an error. Like, there's mm. no shot that this is what it is. And it's funny to think in my mind, I thought afterwards, was like, why would I have like a limiting thought on that? Mm, why why am so I like going to like push against God, like his blessing and his provision, you know? That's so good. But seeing it come through and then thinking, okay, cool. Wow, Lord, you did it again. Like, you provide. And then I'll be honest, there's a moment of forgive me, Lord, for maybe not having enough faith in those moments. Mm -hmm. Forgive me for the times where I wasn't just quicker to be obedient. And Mm -hmm. I think one thing that we try to do after we see those moments where he does provide, it's like, Lord, allow the moment it takes, the time it takes for us to be obedient to be smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, I'm asking you to do this. Let's be quicker about, Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust you, Lord. You, You haven't not pulled through. Mm-hmm. So our yes is our yes. You know, I think, Drew, um, I, I made reference to Pastor Phil and I when we were first married. We had to have God come through. Yeah. We were talking the other day how we haven't had to exercise our faith as much mm-hmm. as we become a little more prosperous. Yeah. You know, so we don't have to rely, we don't have to rely on God because we have some resources. Yeah. I think for us, obviously, you know the story of even this building we're in right now. We had to exercise faith to buy this building because we right. didn't have the resources. So we as a staff had to come together and believe God. If you aren't creating things in your life where you have to believe God for miracles, you may right. not see miracles. Mm. If you are so self-sufficient and you have all the provisions you need, you may not see God come through. And I love this saying, you, you have to live on the border of disaster, that if God doesn't come through, right, then he's a liar and, totally. and, and you, you'll never see him. I mean, do anything. I mean, you have to create things in your life. You have to live believing God. You have to exercise faith. You have to push yourself out. Drew and I were just talking, you know, we're ready for our next here at Influence Church. Yeah. What's our next building? What's our next big project? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? Because if we're not pushing ourselves, then we become so comfortable with where we are. And we yeah. don't see God work. And can I just say this element of having faith is for everyone. You know, you might read the story and think, man, like the widow got the short end of the stick, having to trust God for this. But the prophet Elijah also was trusting, had to exercise big faith in that as well. Like earlier in that, the Lord sends him down to the Jordan. He's like, a raven will provide for you. Right. Okay. Well, let me, let me trust that they're going to be, that I'll be fed. And then he's like, go find the widow. And in that day, they knew what a widow meant. Like they were the least of these. They were sure. they had nothing. So he's like, Lord, That's you're really sending me. Good. So think about the, even the faith for Elijah to be like, Lord, I've seen you do these miracles, proclaiming the drought, the prophet of Baal, all that stuff. And now more faith for me to exercise that a widow's going to take care of me. Like mm. so, it, so I, I share that that um, view or, or or side of the scripture just to, just to illustrate a point that like. That faith is for all of us. That's so good. You know? so. That, that is really good insight. Everyone had to exercise faith. Yeah. Well, you know, let's just kind of segue because our fasting passage today is for consecration. Mm. And we talked about that, how when you consecrate, you're giving for a living sacrifice. Yeah. You're giving everything. You're consecrating all that you are. And the story we know is the story of Joel. And, you know, Joel's so frustrated mm. with the people, Drew, because they've become drunkards and liars and they are profaning God. They're not standing strong. And here's this prophet, Joel. A, a man of God broken over the people. These were yeah. God's people. The interesting thing in writing this book, to be honest with you, passage after passage after passage, every fasting passage had to do with Israel 
pulling away from God, Mm -hmm. denying their God, following false gods, and he always had to woo them back, pull them back. So through prayer and fasting, they would repent or they would consecrate themselves. And that's our story today is is having a time of consecration. And I don't know who's listening to this right now, but there has to come times in our life more often than we think where we have to stop and we have to become that holy living sacrifice to God, yeah. right? Yeah. Talk to him, because you're a worship leader. I know you understand this this morning when I came in the office. There you were with your guitar worshiping. How important is it that we enter into a time of consecration, of worship, of dedication yeah. before our God? Um, I really believe it's it's the bread and butter. It ha- it has to start with that. If I can't If I can't come to a place every morning, for me it's every morning, but if I can't come to a place daily where I'm looking at the totem pole of things that are taking my attention, mm. things that I'm devoted to or things that I'm interested in, and I can't place the Lord at the top of that totem pole and yet again say, Lord, like I'm, I, I want to be used by you. Speak through me. God, help me to love people like you love them. Mm. Like it, it, it has to start there because then you end up getting things twisted. You end up making it about yourself. I mean, I've absolutely done that. You end up, the main thing is not the main thing. I believe the main thing is loving a broken world and allowing people to encounter the love of Christ. And it's starting with us being in the place saying, Lord, like I am yours. Mm-hmm. Like this, this life isn't just mine. Like I was telling you earlier, my wife and I say, man, we love our life, but not into death. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so I believe it's something that we should do daily. And I believe it's something as simple as waking up and saying, Lord, use me today. I mean, I give myself over to you. It's it's simple. You know, and let's just say, as I was going to ask you and you started, you're saying it now, but what if somebody's listening and they go, well, you're a worship pastor. You get it. What if someone doesn't know how to worship? Yeah. What? How do I worship? How do I do that, Drew? What do I do? Yeah, I think the first thing I like to do is just speak the name of Jesus. It's a name above every other name. It's it's as I speak the name of Jesus, I just simply get more revelation about the cross, the sacrifice he made, his love for me. And then I transition to a point of just uh, of really being thankful, begin to telling him what you're thankful for. I, there's no doubt that everyone here, us in the studio, the people in the studio, you listening, if you're driving in your car, I'm sure we can rattle off a list of things that we need, mm. a list of things that we want breakthrough for, that we're believing God for. But if we can shift our perspective and say, Lord, but I am so thankful, starting with my salvation, mm. starting with the breath in my lungs, mm-hmm. and and all I can do is just say thank you. All I can do is just say thank you for these things. It just it shifts your heart to 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 give back to Him, and it's. Um, I used the word simple earlier, but it, it is that simple to to take some time to call on the name of Jesus, to thank God for, again, the breath in our lungs, mm-hmm. for our salvation, mm-hmm. and watch how your attitude changes. Yeah. Watch how like burdens are lifted. Watch how you have a pep in your step mm-hmm. when you are in a in a moment of worship like that and how it sets you up really for... I mean, a win in the day. Amen. Well, you know, we were created to worship him. He mm-hmm. is our God. And, you know, the Lord's Prayer starts out, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Yes. And your kingdom will come on this earth, but we have to hallow your name, mm. worship your name, consecrate ourselves. So I just want to say to you right now in closing, this may be a time right now where you just stop and close your eyes and just invite Holy Spirit to come in 
and worship him. Just begin to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, and let your eyes reflect upon him. So we're so glad that you joined us today, Drew. Thanks for being in the studio. so good to be with you. And guys, if you don't have the book, you can actually check it out on Amazon or on my website, TammyHotsonPillar.com, and join us on this 21-day fast. Learn these fasting passages. Learn these miracle stories. God wants to bring miracles into your life. He wants to bring revelation. He wants to bring breakthrough. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you. So I thank you so much, whether you're watching us on our YouTube channel, which by the way, if you are, go down and click that little bell so you get notifications of our next um, YouTube video. And if you're listening to us on our podcast, thank you so much for being a part of this. Share it with your friends. We believe God's got great things in store for you. Have a great day. See you next time. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.